You're listening to the Right Ordered Life Podcast, episode number 48. Did you know that your brain is programmed to fool you into thinking that when you get what you want, you'll be permanently satisfied? Yep, it's true. If you're like me, you're tired of falling into the lie that you'll be happy when you have or achieve something. So today I'm showing you how to crush this lie and arm yourself with a strategy to keep your mind present and satisfied in who you are and what you have right now. That's coming up. I'm Stacy Santiago, and I'm here because I see you. If you're hearing my voice right now, chances are you're disappointed, grumpy, and honestly sick and tired of not having the time and energy to do it all. Here's the deal. I know that most days it feels too hard to be a good mom who successfully keeps her family and job going. It's normal to feel this way. I've been exactly where you are. As a board certified coach and licensed professional counselor, I've helped hundreds of clients connect with God, be happy at home, and do meaningful work without running out of time or energy. When you tune in each week, you're going to learn proven tools to live a right ordered life of faith, family, and purpose that you want to wake up to each day. Real quick before we jump in, I want to give a shout out to Leah, a very kind listener who in her podcast review said, Stacy helped me get through a very rough time when I felt overwhelmed and anxious trying to cope with work and being a wife and mother. Her podcast systematically teaches you how to make your life manageable by prioritizing yourself so you can be happy, confident at work, and connected with your faith and your family in a meaningful way. Thank you, Leah. I am incredibly grateful that you're listening and so glad the messages in this podcast are helping and inspiring you. I was in high school when I remember launching my first major campaign of I'll be happy when. So ready to have independence and complete control over my life, I counted down the days on my big white marker board until I went away to college. Oh, I couldn't wait to be free. I had convinced myself that having freedom to do what I want whenever I wanted would bring such happiness. Well, it did and it didn't. While I certainly had fun times and enjoyed being my own boss, my transition to college brought a lot of mistakes, sickness, and even dangerous situations. In my early 20s, and without any mindset training yet, I kept buying into the convincing lie of, I'll be happy when. I'll play out some examples for you. There was the post-college belief of, I'll be happy when I move to San Diego. And yep, there were some great times for sure. It's a gorgeous city. But that ended after three years and me moving back to Pennsylvania to escape a corporate job I didn't want anymore. And then there was, I'll be happy when I'm a counselor working at a university. I achieved that, checked that box, but started looking for a way out in less than one year on the job. Fast forward a few years and I got sucked into thinking, oh, I'll be happy when I'm successful and have plenty of money. Well, I achieved that one too, chasing the next level of membership in this business community only to burn it all down because it just wasn't the kind of happiness I wanted. Nothing lasted. You see the pattern here? Can you relate? My friend, I'm sharing all this with you because I can tell you from my own experience and that of my clients When you override the lie of I'll be happy when, 
The level of true and lasting peace you feel in your life is amazing. Everyday life feels so much lighter and easier. And that's what I want for you. So let's dive into this a little more, starting with why we make the mistake of believing the lie in the first place. The world and our brain's default programming tells us that satisfaction is having power, money, fame, recognition, and outer beauty. They tell us the key to happiness is having the stuff, the house, car, career, vacations, and money to do whatever we want when we want. Why is your primitive brain telling you this? Because it believes that when you get what you want, you're satisfied. And when you get it, you'll be permanently satisfied. This means it expects that you feel full and stop longing for anything else. Here's an analogy that helps to illustrate this. In our Western culture, our approach to life is to start with a blank canvas and to fill it with brushstrokes more and more and more. The bolder and thicker the paint, the better. The Eastern definition of a successful life is to chip away the outer layers until the beauty of our true self is revealed, like chipping away the layers of a giant jade stone until a little intricate village with trees, houses, and people is revealed. Or chipping away at the massive block of white marble that became Michelangelo's David. The real problem, my friend, is not that we can't ever achieve any satisfaction. It's that we can't keep it. Why can't we keep satisfaction? Well, one reason is because of homeostasis. All psychological processes go back to a baseline. Weight, heart rate, emotions. Does this make sense? Let me ask you, do you tend to stay at about the same weight? Do you tend to feel the same four or five emotions on a daily or weekly basis? Do you tend to go back to the same behaviors? Yep, yep, and yes. <laughs> Here's another reason. Mother Nature hides that we won't feel happy long term in order to get us to take the action. Okay, let me repeat that. Mother Nature hides that we won't feel happy long term to get us to take the action. Human inertia naturally keeps us stagnant. Yeah, we're kind of lazy. Even when it comes to fulfilling basic health and survival needs, we're really good at saying, nah, I don't want to do it. And I'll do it later. So primitive brain intervenes and drums up desire for something satisfying. We take action. We obtain the thing. We buy the thing, do the thing, eat the thing, and then go back to our programmed homeostasis a normal emotional baseline. There's even a satisfaction formula to help us understand this. And it's from Dr. Arthur Brooks, a social scientist at Harvard. He says that satisfaction equals halves over wants. Picture a fraction. The top half is what you have. And the bottom half is what you want. Here's the tricky thing. You can't just increase your halves to increase satisfaction because your wants will explode exponentially. Here's an example, true story. There was a guy who worked really hard in his career to advance and earn enough money for his dream car. He wanted to walk into a Mercedes dealership and pay cash for a brand new Mercedes. And that he did. 
But just as he was driving off the lot, he said to himself, oh, I should have waited and bought a Ferrari. So we know that increasing what you have doesn't increase your satisfaction. It, you're, you're wanting for more isn't going to stop. So what does increase satisfaction? The bottom factor, wants. The key is to decrease your wants. The less you want, the less you chase having more, which leads to greater satisfaction. Let me repeat that. The less you want, the less you chase having more, which leads to greater satisfaction. I'm going to give you two strategies to stop thinking, I'll be happy when. And no, one of them is not a gratitude journal. Yes, of course, gratitude is powerful and you should practice gratitude every day. We need to thank God for all the ways he blesses and takes care of us. Gratitude draws us into the present moment and the feeling that all is well and abundant. So be thankful, all good. But I want you here right now to stretch your mind beyond gratitude to help you make a powerful shift that sticks. Strategy number one to stop thinking I'll be happy when. I want you to answer this question. What brings life to you? If you imagine a beautiful life without regrets, what makes it beautiful? I'm willing to bet it's not the house, the bank account, or how many cool trips you took. You get to decide this for you. No expectations, no judgments or requirements. And I'll share with you that for me, what gives me life is time with Jesus. It's a quiet, peaceful day spent with my family after going to Mass. It's going on a hike. It's helping someone feel loved and empowered. The satisfaction I feel from these things is intrinsic. It's generated from the inside out. What gives you life, my friend? That's what's worthy to nurture and fill your present moment with. Strategy number two, get smaller. Now, one way to do this is literally to downsize. Get rid of material things that are too big or that you have too much of. One way I like to do this is to keep my house clutter-free. And I'm still working on the garage. That's always a work in progress. And no judgment if that's not for you. I know what it's like to pare down and tidy up when you've got kids. My mind is just too OCD if I don't keep it simple and plain. Another way to get smaller is silence and curiosity. You can go for a silent walk. No listening to anything or talking to anyone. Observe the micro presence of the Lord around you. See the small flower you've never noticed before. Hear the wind blowing in a new way. Challenge yourself to find five of God's gifts on your walk that you hardly ever think about. And finally, allow yourself to be extremely valuable while being small. I challenged one of my clients to ask herself at the end of each day, what do I appreciate about myself today? This helps her focus on being her authentic self and liking who she is instead of only assessing the value of her day based on her level of productivity. I wonder, would it help you too, my friend, to observe what you appreciate 
about yourself each day. In summary, don't fall victim to the lie of I'll be happy when, or wouldn't it be better if. Override your primitive brain's false satisfaction formula by first saying, nope, I hear what you're telling me, brain. Nope, I don't believe that. I will not go into a rabbit hole or spiral. No, thank you. Then use these two strategies. Ask yourself, wait a minute, what brings me life? And get smaller. Downsize, prune away what you can of the excess and the clutter. Go for a silent walk and notice all the small things God created for you in a new way. Stay small and notice yourself. What do I appreciate about myself today? All right, my friend, thank you for taking the time to listen and for your courage to look at the hard stuff. It takes courage to feel your emotions deep in your faith journey and heal what you struggle with. If you feel like you're stuck waiting to be fulfilled, waiting to be content or to feel joy, you're not alone. I promise you I've been there and so have hundreds of my clients. I know exactly what to do to help you and it all starts with one easy step of talking with me so I can listen and understand exactly what you need. Grab a time to chat with me through the link at the top right of stacysantiago.com or by clicking the link in the show notes. There is a way to move forward. And from experience, I can tell you, my friend, it is a lot easier and faster when you have a cheerleader, the right tools, and the accountability to feel lighter and at peace. By now, you know I love connecting with you. Send me a DM or email at stacy at stacysantiago.com with a question or comment. I'll do a happy dance and reply to you personally. And one more super quick request. Would you please leave a review in the Apple Podcast app? It's super simple and takes less than 60 seconds. Just scroll down under the Right Order Life podcast episodes, tap to leave a five-star rating, and then right below that, click Write a Review and write a few simple words about what you like about the podcast. And when you leave a review, DM me so I can thank you by sending you a gift. If you're like me, you love when cool gifts show up in the mail. But most of all, thank you for helping me get this message out to women who need to hear it. Coming up next week on the show, I've got a real eye opener for you. My special guest gives you proof, evidence that you can transform. She shares her personal, vulnerable story of how she did a 180 with her family, career, and self-confidence. You'll be amazed at what's possible and learn specific steps to create more peace, joy, and fulfillment in your life. Set an alarm for November 29th and don't miss it. In the meantime, I humbly ask that you please go share the show with your friends, invite them to tune in with you, and learn how to escape overwhelm, find peace with life's demands, and have joy in a simplified life. I'll see you back here next week, my friend. Until then, celebrate that you are one step closer to living your right-ordered life.